Let's head back to the days of fun. Just watch the podcast until it's done. Thanks for tuning in to Pop Ninja. Where we reminisce about the pop culture of the 70s, 80s, and beyond. From bell-bottom jeans to parachute pants. From Panama Jack shirts to members-only jackets. From Smurfs and Scooby-Doo to Thundar the Barbarian. If you had a Rubik's Cube, wore a Swatch Watch, was crazy about Max Headroom, or ever wondered who shot JR, then this podcast is where you will feel right at home. Now, jump in the DeLorean time machine and join your hosts, Lisa and Patrick, as they take you on a pop culture adventure through the greatest decades of all time. Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop Ninja Podcast. This is our Halloween special edition. I'm Patrick Bennett, coming to you from the swamps of Louisiana. And with me over Zoom is Lisa Everett, my co-host. Hey, Lisa. Hey. How's it going? Good. Good? You can call it Cinderella. Yeah. Cinderella. Cinderella. Spiderella. 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 All right. Yeah. Call me Spiderella. Cool. Yeah. And you can call me Indy. Even okay. though you named the dog Indy. You can call either, me Indy. It could be Spindy. <laughs> Cinderella and Indy. Spindy. Cool. So what do we have today to talk about? We're going to talk all about Halloween. Halloween stuff? So Halloween scary stuff, stuff or something scary. that kind of ties in with Halloween? Yeah, spooky stuff. All right. So I want to talk about a movie first. Okay. Okay. I was telling my daughter today uh, how you seem to like all of the slasher type movies and I like all the monster movies, you know, that, that's the kind of horror I, I like is mainly the monster and creature type films. Hey, I just watched the Wolfman the other night. I like monster, but yeah. these kind of like obscure um, movies, you like, I swear, like sci-fi. Uh, like, not not like, necessarily. If there's a monster or a creature like out in the, like a Bigfoot movie or, or like Creature from the Black Lagoon, that's the kind of stuff I like. Uh, what's the Something stuff? about a monster in it. That yeah. movie, The Stuff that you just watched. What, what, I've never even heard of that. The Stuff? Yeah, that was a weird one. Oh, oh my God. He just knocked over myself. <laughs> so you're talking about all your your uh, your movies that you're watching on the 31 Nights of Halloween? Oh, yeah. Oh, I like slasher movies and, and you like, I don't know what. The you monster know, movies. Like monsters, monsters yeah. yeah but, but these are like things I never heard of. Like... Name the last uh, few movies that you watched because I, I I didn't see any. Well, of the last ones were slasher movies. One of them was one of your favorites, the uh, He Knows You're Alone. You watched it? Yeah, that was my one for yesterday. I didn't, I didn't see that. I was gone. I didn't see yeah. what you watched. But um, no, you had uh, Chud in there and uh, the stuff. And I saw you did My Bloody Valentine. I've seen that in Fright Night. Yeah. Okay, but now you want to talk about Pumpkinhead, right? Pumpkinhead, okay. I'll, I'll tell you right now, Pumpkinhead is my favorite like '80s horror movie. It came out in the late '80s. It was um, 
I forgot what year. I think it was 80, 87 or 88 maybe. But uh, that, that is my favorite horror scary movie that I watch every Halloween season. Afraid raising the dead ain't within my power. Will it be all right? Should I be afraid? It's coming! <laughs> Looking for an old woman. She lives somewhere in the mountains hereabouts. All she can do is take you straight to hell. You go home and you bury your boy. Some folks will say is how she's got powers. Who are you? Ed Harley. What do you want, Ed Harley? Say it. You're looking for vengeance. Vengeance. Say it. There's no graveyard way back deep in them woods. Have you ever seen it? No. And, and it has a monster in it. And that's what I like. Because, okay. okay, my favorite, like the old universal horror monster movies, you know, with Dracula and Frankenstein, Wolfman. My favorite is Creature from the Black Lagoon. And, uh, okay. But anything with a monster in it, I'm there. Uh, you like that Creature from the Black Lagoon because it's swamp. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but I like him because he's a he's a creature. You know, Dracula looks human. I mean, the the Wolfman turns into a werewolf, but he still looks kind of humanoid. You know, human. But uh, you ever dressed up like any of those people for Halloween? Dracula. Did you? Yeah. You ever dressed up like creature from the Black Lagoon? Well, I have a mask, and I had the guy, one of the guys that played the creature. He signed signed the mask. I thought that was kind of cool. Okay. What about Swamp Thing? Do you like those? I, I love Swamp Thing. Yeah, I like the first one. Yeah, Adrian, I like yeah the I second like one was kind of silly. Yeah. But I did like that first one. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll talk about Swamp Thing in one of our episodes because, uh, yeah, I, I love Swamp Thing. Okay. But, yeah. but back, to, back to Pumpkinhead. But you the Pumpkinhead. I think you would like it. And um, I'll tell you about it. Uh. It's about this uh, country hick kind of dad. They're up. I don't know where it was shot, but they're up in like uh, they call them the hollows and stuff. I don't know where where it takes place, but it's a lot of hills and a lot of thick woods, a lot of fog. It looks real creepy. Uh -huh. And uh, he's this hick dad, and and he runs this like little convenience store out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, these city kids that ride dirt bikes. They they uh they ride out and they stop at his store on their way out to ride these dirt bikes and buy you know groceries and beer and stuff. Well, they they unload all their dirt bikes out in front of his store and they're uh they're they're jumping hills and they're, they're playing on their bikes. Well, uh, Lance Hendrickson, his little boy, is at the store with him, 
And his little boy goes outside to watch him. And anyway, long story short, the boy gets ran over by these motorcycles and uh, they kill him. So Lance Hendrickson just comes unglued and uh, he takes the boy's body and he seeks out this old witch that lives in the hollow. And uh, he gets her to summon the demon of vengeance. And everybody in the hollow calls this demon a uh, pumpkin head. Uh-huh. And um, they, they do like a little witch ceremony where he cut, he, he uses his blood and the witch, you know, conjures. The little, boy, the little boy's blood? Uh, no, the dad and uh, the dad's blood, Lance, Lance Hendrickson. But uh, everybody in this hollow knows when Pumpkinhead is summoned to go inside and lock your doors and don't come out for anything until it's over. And what Pumpkinhead does, it, he's a demon of vengeance. So if you have something you want avenged, you summon him and he like basically hunts down all these kids that had something to do with the death and kills them one at a time. And uh, it is cool. Pumpkinhead is, the creature himself is awesome looking, very scary looking. And, and just the whole scenery of the, uh, the fog and the thick woods and the hills. And it just looks so cool to me. I love it. And okay, uh, I have my pumpkin head now. Yeah, you're gonna have to watch it. Now that they, they made, they made two sequels straight to video and I didn't watch them. I heard they weren't anywhere nearly as good. So I uh, skipped those, but, um, but watch this. You know who Lance Hendrickson, Hendrickson yeah, is, right? he's, he's really well known, so that's a good person. Yeah, and he was like in Aliens. He, he played the uh, robot, the android. Yeah, he was in The Terminator. Yeah, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's, he had a couple he was, of series, wasn't too. Wasn't he in uh, Near Dark? Yeah, yeah, he was. Okay. And he had yeah, a couple I, of series. Either, One was called but, Millennium, like a, a sci-fi series. Yeah, he's in lots of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So now I think I want to watch it. Okay, well, I'll tell you, it was directed by Stan Winston. You know who Stan is? No. He, oh, he's like a super famous special effects uh, makeup artist and stuff. He does a lot of monsters and stuff. Um, yeah. He worked on uh, the effects for Terminator, Terminator 2, uh, Predator, Jurassic Park, Iron Man. He did okay. the, all the effects, the designs of the costumes and the creatures and stuff. Also, uh, all the effects on Manimal. He, he worked on oh. Manimal. He was the main effects guy. But um, okay. he did the effects on... Uh, on Billy Idol's uh, uh, Shock to the System, that video, you remember that? No, but we're going to talk about Billy Idol, though, so that's going to connect up to that. Okay. Yeah, he directed <laughs> Billy Idol's video, which, which is like a mini movie. It's kind of like a little horror movie, a little sci-fi okay. horror movie. But uh, so he's a well-known uh, effects guy. And this yeah. was the one and only live-action feature film that he directed. And uh, he did a really good job. He should have directed more movies, but... Uh, but he passed away, so you know it's kind of sad. A few years back, but um, anyway, if, if you haven't punk, seen Pumpkinhead, this is the perfect time of the year to watch it. So yeah, you, yeah, you need to find it and watch it. It's awesome. I gotta get it. I'm yeah. gonna order it when we get off of this. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. get Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Oh hey, uh, I want to tell you something about my uh costume. Okay. I've got uh, I even got my little adventure bag here. And I'll show you what, what's inside my adventure bag. Okay. I've got an artifact. Okay. 
I want him a too soon. Remember that? That's yeah. the title. I, I thought that was what you were going to break pull out. If you pulled out something else, it wouldn't have really gone with the whole Indian <laughs> whip. I do somewhere in here. I have one yeah. hanging, hanging on my uh, shelf. Did you have this costume or did you go get this for? Oh, no. I've always had this. You had this? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that's all I got to say about Pumpkinhead. It's just an awesome movie. Okay, well, kind of like I'm going to talk about Halloween 3, okay? There is a pumpkin head in there in one of the costumes, so there's a kind of transition. What happened? No, go ahead. That was spooky. Okay, like a ghost. Whatever that was that just tipped that thing over is coming to get you. <laughs> yeah, don't look over your shoulder. Yeah. There's what your, your sleeve stack's coming to get you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So I'm talking about Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which is from 1983. Listen, he just walked up out of the rain. I swear to God, that's all there was to it. Did my father say anything to you the night he died? I don't know. Your father came into the hospital. And he, I thought he was crazy out of his mind. He's hanging onto a Halloween mask. He wouldn't let it go. And what he said was, they're going to kill us. All of us. And in a little while, he was dead. And I don't know what the hell is going on. I've been doing some detective work. I think my father ran into trouble somewhere between here and Santa Mira. much about it okay i just watched the other night so i got a, a refresher on it so um but i watch it every year and and people think that it's supposed to be like a sequel to the first two halloween movies but it has nothing to do with michael myers 
Right. So that's why people like dump all over it because they think that it should be, um, you know, seek, uh, uh, like a trilogy, I guess, you know? So um, there's no Michael Myers anywhere in it except in a scene where they're doing, I, I don't know if you know the storyline at all, is about, um, the, it, it starts out, it, it starts out with this this guy um, ending up in the emergency room, and um, this, the doctor, who's played by Tom Atkins, he he um, is working the night shift when they bring this guy in, and he's holding on to a Halloween mask, um, and and there's only, there's like these really cool masks that, that I keep wondering if they were ever like manufactured, you know, for costumes, you know, for around that time period or where they got them because they they are really cool, and they've got a um. They've got a little Halloween like disc thing on the back of them. That's like he, they, he says the the man that is the bad guy in it. His name is Connell Cochran, and he's like some he's it's like an Irish like uh, company. Um, the company's called Silver Shamrock that they make these masks at. And there's like a um, like a, um, a like a disc thing on the back. And when it's activated by um, them, they flash this pumpkin on the TV screen, and that's what activates the thing in the in the back of the the mask and then like the people's face splits open and you know snakes come out and spiders and stuff and it's, it's gross i mean the special effects in that are really gross and the thing is is that john carpenter he never meant to make all these michael myers movies i mean he he um he he wanted to make movies about halloween you know, not 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 uh, <laughs> not not just um, you know, the Michael Myers slasher movie. He just wanted to make a horror movie that took place on, on Halloween. So um, this, this one is, um, it, it stars Tom Atkins. He's the main character. He's the doctor in it. I don't know if I said that yet. I like him. Yeah, he's in a lot of John Carpenter movies because he's also in The Fog. And like the thing that I found out today when I was like, I was like kind of researching some stuff about this movie, you know, like, um, because it, um, John Carpenter, he uses all these people in movies that he like. He must be friends with in real life, and then he uses their real names in in his as characters in his movies. Yeah. Like Nick Castle is the character in right. The Fog, played by Tom Atkins, and Nick Castle is the first Michael Myers. Yeah. And then Tommy Lee Wallace is a real life person who's the actual producer, and um, I think he's a um, a screenwriter, and I think he's he's is a director too. He worked with. Um, he worked with John Carpenter on the first Halloween. And then I think he, um, he, I think he didn't want any part of part two. He didn't like the script for it, but then I think he came back for uh, part three. And um, part three has, um, her name was Nancy Loomis. She, she was married to Tommy Lee Wallace in real life. She is in Halloween. She's one of the, the friends of Jamie Lee Curtis's that gets, that gets killed. Uh -huh. And then she, she is the only actress to be in all three Halloween movies, including the third one that has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Um, and then I didn't know this, but um, Jamie Lee Curtis has a guest um, video, like, or, or uh, not video, uh, a voice, um, like, um, like she, she's the, uh, she's a telephone operator in, in Halloween three. Like, and I never knew that. Like, I think they, they call for help or something. They get her on the phone. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. It's her voice on the phone. You never see her. And you'd never know that, you know, but that's like a trivia about that movie. But, um, but they go, the, there's the, the man that's killed at the beginning. Okay. There's these, there's these like robot uh, people that look, they're like businessmen, 
you know, and um, you see a whole bunch of them at the beginning. And that's who kills the old man at the beginning. He, they, he pokes the, he, he, he's in the, um, he's in the hospital room and, a, and the guy comes in and puts his fingers through his eyeballs. So oh. it's pretty gross. I can't, there's parts of that movie that I have never seen to this day because it's, the effects are gross, especially with the snakes and the spiders and stuff. But um, the man is, that man's murdered and his daughter shows up um, to try and figure out what happened to him. And then she hooks up with Tom Atkins. And then they go up to Santa Mira, which is the little town that the Silver Shamrock uh, factory's at. And then they go, they meet up with that Colonel Coughlin. And, and there's some other people that are staying at a hotel that they're staying at that end up going up there um, for orders too. They have little like stores and stuff that sell those costumes. So that's, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much of the movie I should tell. <laughs> you know, it's like, but um, I, I like it because... Um, well, they kill. I mean, they, he's out, I, they don't really tell you what his motive is like this. This he all the people that work there are robots. They're not real people, you know, and then he like he can turn, you know, real people into a robot, too. You know, so um, I, I he, he they don't really go into that too much. And I was hoping that you had seen it because I was going to ask you, like, there's this one scene. Um, with this big giant rock, it looks like Stonehenge in it. And I, I don't know what that actually had. I've seen this movie so many times, but I've still don't know what that actual uh, part of it means. Um, and I was trying really hard just last time I watched it to, to figure out what they were doing. Cause I guess it gives off energy or something. And, and maybe it, it maybe it, um, it, it helps, you know, uh, power the computers, you know, that they use in it. But see this movie, I think was made in 1983 and it was way before like the internet came along and everybody was on computers and stuff. I mean, this is, I think it's kind of uh, before it's time, you know, like, yeah. it, you know, um, the, 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 uh, the beginning of the movie, how Halloween comes on, usually comes on with an actual pumpkin that's carved, you know, and then they like kind of zoom in and the yeah. way that it, you know what I mean? Well, then this one comes on with like a, a computer screen and it's a, a pumpkin face on a computer screen and you'll see like the, the little edge of the mouth and the eye and it's like, and, and that's how it comes on. And it's, it's like kind of like high tech for its time. You know, because that's the early 80s. People didn't have personal computers, you know, home computers, you know, so that that's what kind of made that. And the fact that they somebody could kill you with a computer, you know, like because the, the little disc in it ha had a little shamrock, um, like like their their trademark on it. And it, once they, they were going to play, they, they kept they kept previewing. They did, kept doing the commercial. I don't know if you remember the silver shamrock uh, commercial. I don't. I want to watch the movie again now that you're talking about it. They go eight more days to Halloween, 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 eight more days to Halloween, silver, shamrock. <laughs> down throughout the movie and then it, you knew that it was going to be on Halloween night well that's where they have the preview of the first Halloween is like they're doing a pre like a it's like a a, a, re, a real movie within a movie of the same person which is cool you know like they're, they're saying you know on Halloween night the, you know the night he comes home you know like how they do that with 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 the Halloween movies they, they're like oh it's at nine o'clock at night so they're saying in that movie that, um, you know, on Halloween, they're going to be playing, you know, the original Halloween, you know, and then 
to stay tuned because I guess there's some kind of giveaway or something and they want all the kids to stay tuned and watch the commercials in between and then that's when they're going to play this silver shamrock thing. Well then the thing is this flashing pumpkin um, and when that flashing pumpkin um, activates the thing in the in the mask then it splits everybody's faces apart and and they make Tom Atkins like watch this um, this like uh, they do a um, like a, a trial run I guess on it you know and um, you know, this little, they, they have this family in a, like a, a, like a pretend room, you know, and, uh, and they start playing it on the TV and it's like, it's just, and then these snakes pop out of the kid's head and, you know, he's got a pumpkin, he's got a pumpkin mask on. So, uh, he's got a pumpkin. pumpkin. Head, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's just, it's creepy, you know, and, and, um, I just, I love the little town that it's filmed in. Um, there's, you know, there's a lot of, like, I was reading, like, um, some, some other trivia about it, too, like, the, that Nancy Loomis that's in it, um, yeah, she was, I don't know if I said she was married to Tommy Lee Wallace in real life, um, he, he's the producer, like, they, everybody was, like, kind of linked together, you know, like, through the John Carpenter, you know, movies, yeah. you know, so that's kind of cool, you know, and then, and then Tom Atkins was, like, in The Fog, Nancy Loomis was in The Fog, well, she she didn't and, and she, Nancy Loomis played Tom Atkins' wife in Halloween three, so his ex-wife like they're they're and then Stacy Nielsen she plays um, the daughter of the the man at the beginning you know that hooks up with Tom Atkins in it, and I'm not, I haven't seen her in too many things I think she's in a um, an early eighties movie called Up the Academy, mm. you ever see it? Mm. Ever heard of it? It's from like nineteen mm. eighty, yeah, but I picked it because. It's so it's so different than all the other um, Halloween movies. It's like its own movie, right? Like, yeah. So um, and it's and it and I love. There's this like one scene in it where um, the kids are walking against a like a, a sunset, like, and you see the silhouette of their um, costumes, and it just looks really cool. Yeah. So, I don't know if you remember like the. I remember that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, when I was in um, high school, we had a we we I was in our, the art club and. Um, we we had to pick a, a, a window downtown to like paint a, a a mural on it, and we and my group painted a scene like that. And so I always thought of that movie, even though I wasn't even thinking of that movie when I was doing that. You know, it's like later I realized like maybe I got the idea subconsciously or something. But but it, it's like it was so it was such a cool it's such a cool scene. You know, it's like it reminds me of like the like the poltergeist movies and stuff like when you see like little suburbs and stuff of the like you know like how steven spielberg always used like these like um you know these these houses like neighborhoods and stuff and you see kids going trick-or-treating you know with right. group of kids you know and it just seems like it just i don't know i just i like there's something about about it that like the trick-or-treating scenes and stuff i like that so but i i highly recommend it if nobody if you're looking for michael myers uh, he's not in it. <laughs> so that's good for you <laughs> for the movie. I'll but watch yeah. it this week for my, my 31 day thing. I'll watch, watch it. it. Yeah, I okay. will. I'll find Pumpkinhead. We'll reverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll do the reverse. I'll watch Pumpkinhead the night, if I can get it. I'll watch Pumpkinhead the night you watch Halloween 3. And then we can do, we can be like, okay, you know, that's our, you know, well, we, we, we trade places. Okay, Lisa, I want to talk about uh, the TV series Struck by Lightning. It came out in 1979. I think we were in, like, what, the sixth grade? 1979? Sounds about right. 11 years old, yeah. Yeah. Yes, I was in seventh grade. I was in seventh grade 1980. 
Yeah. This fall on CBS, you'll meet a strange country inn caretaker. Frank Einstein. On the monster. Jack Elam stars in Struck by Lightning, new this fall. This is CBS. Did you ever see Struck by Lightning? Nope, never heard of it. <laughs> All right. You missed out, girl, because this is going to be up your alley, okay? Okay. If you take the TV series New Heart, where Bob Newhart had the bed and breakfast. Yeah, 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 which I would if love you to you mix it with the story of Frankenstein, then you have Struck by Lightning. Okay? Do you remember no. it now? No? Nope. Okay. Um, it was about this science school teacher who finds out a distant relative uh, passed away and left him this bed and breakfast somewhere in the New England area. And uh, the teacher goes and looks at it. And the bed and breakfast, one, one thing in the, the relative's will is that he has to keep on the, uh, the caretaker of the property. He has to keep him on employed. He, he can't get rid of him. Well, the, uh, the caretaker's name is Frank. And it's this big old man. That he's got like one big eye. And it, anyway, long story, it's uh, Frankenstein's monster is Frank. Okay. And Dr. Frankenstein lived in this old uh, bed and breakfast and his laboratory is in the basement. So this uh -huh. teacher who, who's a, a science teacher, he's reading through uh, Dr. Frankenstein's old journals and it's fascinating to him. So he wants to move there, run the bed and breakfast as his job. But then at night he goes down in the basement to Frankenstein's laboratory and he continues his experiments. And it's a sitcom, it's not scary or anything. And it's pretty funny. And uh, the guy that played Frank was uh, Jack Elam. Do you remember Jack Elam? He's been in a lot of Westerns. He, he had that one bulging eye, older guy. Um, oh, Cannonball Run. He was uh, he was the he was doctor who picked up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, he played Frank, okay, who was Frankenstein's. Oh, he was cuckoo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that, that's basically what uh, the story was about. And uh, I enjoyed it. And it only lasted like half a season and it got canceled. Uh, and I'll tell you why it got canceled. Okay. My parents figured out the best way to punish me when I was a kid was to take away my television. All right. Uh -huh. And I made a bad grade on a test in school. And uh, they took the television away on the night that struck by lightning was coming on. OK. Uh, and I was heartbroken. And I looked so forward the whole week to it. OK. And they took it away, so I didn't get to see it that night. So that's why they canceled the show, you know. Oh, no. Their, their number one fan didn't get to see that one episode. So they oh, canceled no. the show, you know. So no. it was all my fault. Well, actually, it's my parents' fault that Shark oh. Lightning got canceled. Darn. Well, so. I, I like that. I, I think we should bring it back. I think we should yeah. have a Yeah, it was an awesome show. But it, it reminded me of kind of like Newhart. You know, yeah. he had the bed and breakfast, or, or they call it the inn. And people yeah. would come and sign in. So each week you had different guests that came and stayed at the end. Okay. And uh, yeah, and he had to keep hiding the fact that he had a secret mad scientist lab and Frankenstein's running around, you know, the monster. But, yeah. uh, but I loved it. It was a good show. Do you only remember it from memory or do, do, yeah. do they, do they pr put it out on DVD or anything? Not that I know of. I just remember watching it when I was in the sixth grade. Oh, I have, to, have you looked it up online and, and looked to see like, uh like if there's bootlegs of it or, or anything i have not but i'd like to see it again yeah too, i can't even remember who the guy was that played the uh the main dr stein who was oh. the, the teacher 
Yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah. What, did you say what year it came out? 79, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I want to see it. Yeah. yeah. Check cool. it out. Yeah. You'll like well, it because it has the bed and breakfast or, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. all of that. Yeah, it's all Halloween, bed and breakfast. Yeah, put it all together. Put it in a blender. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. So my... Um, See, I can't add to that because I've never seen it. So, I, you know, now I want to see it. And that's what you do is, is you make me want to see all these shows and you can't find them anymore. <laughs> so it's like, so um, my show was um, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Sigmund, you are a rotten sea monster. Sigmund, you're through. Scram, get out of here. You do have seen that, right? Yeah, I remember watching that. Yeah, had Johnny Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Johnny Whitaker, and Johnny and Scott are these two little boys. Okay, and they find Sigmund. I think they find him. He's maybe half drowned or something. They find him on the beach. Right. He's trying to escape his dysfunctional sea monster family. <laughs> yeah, they, they kicked him out. Yeah, because he wouldn't scare people. Yeah. Did you know that? He was, yeah. He, he wouldn't, he wouldn't go around scaring people and that and so friend, friendly yeah it was it was one of the Croft shows and it was from 1975 to 1978 and then in 78 it was picked up and and put on the Croft um superstar shows yeah i remember that and to 85 which i don't remember it that long because that would make johnny and scott like teenagers by then you know because they were probably i remember i had this huge crush on scott and, he, and when i was and i was probably seven or eight years old when it came out so he was maybe eight two eight or nine and then johnny whitaker was maybe i don't know 11 or 12 he looked like in in that and the thing is is that there's the, they were brothers and i don't know where their parents were but they were never home and they yeah. never they were like gone for the summer and left them in the care of like this housekeeper that was played by mary wicks and they, and even later, the parent, you never saw the parents. The parents never came back. So I guess I don't know if they left them there with her or what they did, but they, you, you never see them. And um, Margaret Hamilton, that was the witch on The Wizard of Oz, she is the, the, na the neighbor lady in it. I don't know if you remember that. I didn't that. realize that. Yeah. And, um, and Johnny and Scott, they have this, this really cool clubhouse, which I was all yeah. into clubhouses back then, too. So like we always had clubhouses and um, my brother would trash them all. But um, <laughs> yeah, we try. We try and have one for about a day and then he'd find it and smash everything. But um, 
uh, even when we allowed him to be in it, it's like I could see if my brother, you know, we, we kept him out of our club, you know, but he was, you know, I don't know what his deal was, but I just thought they had the coolest clubhouse, like a beach clubhouse. And um, they would hide Sigmund there because his brothers, he had a brother. One was Slurp and one was Blurp. Their last name was Ooze. Right. And then that was um, Big Daddy and Sweet Mama Ooze was his parents. And they had a pet lobster and his name was Prince. Do you remember that? I do. Do you remember like they had a seashell for a telephone? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the seashell. I remember... Yeah. Um, Johnny Whitaker singing in just about every episode. Yeah, and, yeah, he did. And he always sang about like his feelings, like whatever he was thinking about, like, you know, whatever was going through his mind right then. Later on, it might have been about a girl or something, but it was usually just life. And and I, I love the um, the opening, the the, the um, Sigmund and the Sea Monster song, theme song. I love that song. It's pretty cool. And then, um, and then, um, yeah, well, Johnny Whitaker actually was in a movie that my that he played my my actual uncle in a movie. I don't know if you know that, but he. But you but told he, me that before, yeah. Snowball Express. You told me about it, yeah. In yeah, that's my uncle's life story. Yeah, his family story, and Johnny Whitaker played my uncle Jay in the movie. So that's cool. Um, but, but Johnny Whitaker was like in a lot of stuff. Back Tom then. Sawyer, like, yeah. And what was he? Tom, Tom Sawyer? Sawyer. Yeah, he played Tom. You know, he was, you remember that one? Family affair. Yeah, yeah, Buffy and Jody. Yeah, but um, yeah, the the um, the the whole Croft shows like back then, I loved them. Yeah, and they, they were real people. That was that was played. Uh, oh, my phone's ringing. Billy Barty um was in the Sigmund con Sigmund costume, um, and then somebody else did his voice. But you remember Billy Barty was in lots of stuff back then. It sounds familiar. The name does. He was a dwarf. You know, and so he was, he was little, he was little, he, he, he was in, um, he was in a bunch of like spooky stuff. He might've even been in a, in a horror movie. He might've been, I don't know. Um, but you'll know, you, you know, who he, was he, he an he older guy back then? Billy Barty. Yeah. He always had like a pointy eye, you know. And was he, was he like older when we were kids? Yeah, he was older yeah, yeah, he was older, I, yeah. I remember him wearing like a fedora in yeah. a, yeah. In a scary movie, he had like a fedora on, and he was going around the haunted house. Yeah, he, and he and he always like just went to design and talk like. Yeah, I know yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, well, he was in the Sigmund outfit, you know. So. Oh, that was okay. Yeah, so I mean, Do I you think know, they rebooted Sigmund the Sea Monsters like in the '90s or early 2000s or something. I did not know that. Yeah. It wasn't any good, but they tried. <laughs> you know, the first set season of Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, there, um, a, a light caught on fire and burned the set down. They lost like all the entire, the, like the, the set. So um, on, in part, season two, they didn't have hardly any sets. You know, I don't know what they did with like, everything got burned, like the costumes, everything. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I read that, but... Uh, yeah, it, it you know I, they they must have. I mean, I remember watching it mainly when I was really little. You know, it's like I mean, like when I was like seven, eight. You know, and so if they did it clear into 1985, I'd have been in like 11th grade. So Johnny and Scott would have been like grown up. So unless they recast them, I don't know. But I I couldn't believe it. I never I never watched it in the 80s, so I didn't know they did that. I just thought it was the late 70s show. You know, yeah. did they keep it going or did, did they just show reruns on the uh, Croft Super Show? 
I don't know because that's what they did with with ISIS. They they it was it we just went off. It was only on for two seasons, and then it went into syndication. Yeah. And they just replayed it for like a couple of years. I know in the the late nineties, uh, Croft put out action figures. They they had Sigmund. They did yeah. Electra Woman and Donna Girl. Yeah. Stuff like I have, that. I have Electra Woman and I have a Electra Woman um action figure. Cool. I do. And I've seen the Sigmund and the, and the Sea Monsters, and they have a lunchbox too for them. Yeah. yeah. They had a lot of like merchandising back then, and and all these things like that. Like they could have made really cool costumes. You could have probably made a Sea Monster costume. You know, <laughs> out, out of some rags. You know, like yeah. some green rags, and just like tied them all, you know, all over your head. You know, it's like been a, held, you know, held up a, a stuffed lobster or something, and yeah, could have been good. <laughs> you know, or just uh, if you lived in the swamp or something, you could get some algae and dump on your head, and it's <laughs> like be a sea monster. But yeah, so um, yeah, I loved it. So I I made my son watch it when he was younger too, and he he loved it too. So. Um, they don't make shows like that. They don't make live action, you know, with people for Saturday morning. They just don't do it anymore. So it's a bummer. But, but I, but if people haven't seen it, I know it's on DVD because I have the whole, I have the entire season. Uh, I mean, yeah, every, every episode of the first season, I have it. Yeah. So, well, anyway, yeah. Do you have anything to add to Sigmund? No, uh, no. You covered all of that. Covered all that. Okay. Yeah. You know what? He, he was, um, they found him at Dead Man's Point. I remember that. That's where they found him along the beach. Dead Man's Point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Along the beach. He washed up. Yeah. And I just remember this. I remember this one episode with um, a uh, police car. Okay. With the bro two brothers, Blurp and Slurp. They see that they think it's a, a person. Like a, they think it's another monster. Okay, they think the, the the car is a monster, and so they go up to that car and they're like, they think it's a girl, you know, you know. And I don't want, I forget what, because it's shiny and like pretty, and they're like, ooh, you know. And then they, and then the siren goes off, and they're like, she's a screaming banshee, you know. And it's like, and they, and it's the way they talk. It's like it's so funny. Like I just remember it was, it was really like a good comedy you know it's really funny you know and they would fall on their heads and it like they, they would try you know scooch around you know in their little little um you know monster feet you know which were like like tentacles because they were like octopuses or something i don't know what they were i really don't, actually i don't know what they were they were sea monsters, sea monsters. <laughs> pile of seaweed yeah and with little 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 tentacle feet and then you could see them shuffling around yeah. you know you can know that there was a person in there and then sometimes they trip on stuff and they'd fall over and trip on each other, you know, and then roll down the hill or something, you know, it's like, cause, and then you think oh, that poor person in there, they probably, uh, somebody had to come pick them up and prop them back up, you know, cause yeah. you couldn't see, you wouldn't have been able to see, but it was, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was so funny. I, and even now as an adult, when I've watched it, you know, when I was watching it with my son, it's like, I still thought it was hilarious, you know, it's like, because it was, it was just so cute, you know? And, and um, I just thought like the, the lobster, that was their pet like a pet dog like that is so cute i mean it's adorable like kids today would think it was cute i mean i don't think it would be i don't think it would be dated because they're sea monsters you know what i mean they're not like um you know they're not like you know you don't really see like you, you wouldn't really see there there's sea monsters not like they're wearing you know 70s clothing or you know what i mean it's like it, it wouldn't it would still be cool i think but kids probably wouldn't like it but 
I loved it. So, so what's next? I want to talk about um, 1983's music video by Michael Jackson, Thriller. Do you yeah. remember when you first saw it? Yes, I do. Did you see it when it originally aired for the first time? Like the premiere? Yes. Yeah, yes. me too. Yep. That was awesome. Yeah, because there was a lot of buildup to it. Yeah, it was. I, yeah. I, I remember I just could not wait to get home and watch that, you know, and, and just <laughs> turn it on early, you know, waiting and waiting and waiting and it came on. Because yeah. I think because Michael Jackson had done like Beat It and Billie Jean and all those first. And, yeah. he, and even like beat it like the um the the uh like it, they were like little mini movies right you know? i like that it, a lot yeah and that's what a lot of the like 80s um you know videos were they were all like a like a mini movie and you just don't see that now they don't put that effort into a video a music video there's not even a song you know out but thriller yeah. was is like I mean, yeah, you have to play Thriller for like Halloween, you know, I mean, you have to, like it's the perfect song. Now, I don't know the stats, but uh, wouldn't you say it's probably the the uh, most successful music video ever? I, I feel I that way. It's one of the most expensive ones. Yeah. And it, it was the longest because it wasn't yeah. almost half an hour long. But I, I think longest. everybody was waiting, <laughs> anticipating to watch movie. it. Yeah, because they... um. They, they they have that the whole scene of them in the movie theater like watching the movie and right. then they go out yeah, yeah. and then, and the girl that's the um the actress in it I know my friend James met her in real life um and um she was in Ten to Midnight I don't okay. know if you ever saw that with Charles Bronson yeah. yeah she's she's one of the nurses in that movie okay and uh and it's just um it's just so cool like the special effects when he turns into the wolf. <laughs> Oh, are you all right? Shut away! Right. Well, you know, Michael Jackson watched American Werewolf in London. Yeah. And he loved that movie. So he contacted John Landis, who wrote and directed that movie, to come help him write and to direct the music video. So that's who did it. But um, And Rick Baker. Yeah, Rick Baker, the effects guy, he, he came on. And, and, you know, Michael Jackson was supposed to turn into a werewolf. But uh, Rick Baker said, you know, I'm tired of doing werewolves. He said, let's do a werecat. So that, that's why he, he kind of looks cat-like. He's he got does. the cat eyes and stuff. Like cat people. Yeah, so he made a were-cat. I didn't even yeah, know that. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. If anybody listening doesn't know who Rick Baker is, uh, he's one of the top special effects monster guys. You know, he, he did uh, the gorillas and gorilla gorillas in the mist. mist. Yeah. yeah, he yeah, did he, that. Uh, he did Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons, yeah. He worked on the movie and TV series for Harry. Yeah. Did a lot of stuff. Men in Black. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Did a big career. 
and he's still out there uh, making movies. So yeah. big, big time effects guy. But yeah, they had a good team working on this with, with Rick Baker and uh, John Landis. Yeah, I love that video. I, I remember it. it would, when it came on like Friday night videos, you know, it was um, it because it, it was so long. It took up, um, you know, like the whole show just for, for Thriller, you know, and Vincent Price does the voice. Yeah, of the Thriller, you know. Right. Yeah, that, that added a lot to it. That was really cool. Yeah. Did you see when they um, did you see This Is It? I'm you know, not sure. documentary on with Michael Jackson when he was going to go back on tour right before he died. No, I didn't. You never saw that? No. Because they had totally rebooted Thriller and they had like a mechanical Black Widow spider in it and they had redone like the set for Thriller and they had upgraded it with like all these CGI effects and stuff. Uh, which the, 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 um, but then they had like, they had this, and then they were actually incorporating the Black Widow into the, the stage. Um, like a Black Widow spider would come up out of the, the stage and like come and it would, it, it, and, and I think maybe a person was inside it and popped up out of the spider too, I think. But, but it was like, they, they were redoing Thriller like to kind of update it, you know, and, and they didn't really wreck it. You know what I mean? Like how when they redo stuff, uh, it's like they take yeah. away the whole thing. Um, but they, they put like some ghosts and stuff in it and the graveyard scene, like the graveyard scene in, in Thriller when they're coming through the door in the house and then they start mm -hmm. dancing and all that stuff. Because, you know, I, I used to, uh, I used to uh, know the Thriller dance, you know, me and my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but those were some creepy looking uh, zombie people. You know, yeah. dead people, and the effects on that, and then the one where like it was oozing stuff out of his mouth, like blood. You know, and mm -hmm. I, I mean, I can picture that 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 video, perfect. You know, I think that that it dance that you're talking me. about <laughs> that is so embedded in pop culture now. Everybody, young people, everybody knows that dance. <laughs> say thriller that's the first thing that comes to your mind yeah they start and, uh, i know there's a lot of groups around halloween that, that perform that dance like here in lake charles out in the streets they do the dance a lot on halloween um, and that red jacket that michael jackson wore that, that's just a pop culture classic uh oh red yeah, leather jacket, everything yeah. yeah now did you yeah. hear the story about um right before the video was released because Michael Jackson was a Jehovah's Witness, the church told him, do, I didn't know not, that. do not release this video. I didn't so know Michael Jackson sent yeah. his assistant to go destroy all the copies of it and not release it. But the production team, they, they knew that he was doing this. So they hid a copy of it in the vault and so in somebody's office that they didn't find. But, but if they wouldn't have hid it, we would have never seen Thriller. It would have been completely destroyed because the church was going to kick Michael Jackson out if he released it. So, so after you know they hid it, he couldn't find it. They it gave him time to talk some sense into him, and uh, that's why that disclaimer is at the beginning of the video saying, "I do not condone." Oh, okay. whatever it says, the occult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the, he, he talked to the church and all that afterwards. And they said, you know, if he puts that on there, then he can do it. So I never knew. He but we almost did not see Thriller. It almost got destroyed. All that money into it and everything would have just been wasted. Yeah, it was the most, it was millions of dollars. Yeah. And that was a lot of money for. Um, but, but he sent an assistant to get all the copies and uh, burn them. Oh. Yeah. Well, see, I didn't know, like I said, I didn't know he was a Jehovah Witness. I never heard that ever. I never heard he was that. I, I knew Prince was, but I didn't know Michael Jackson was. Yeah. I never knew that. So, yeah, well, well, it's weird. Like, okay, so, um, my, did you want me to talk about my music person? Yeah. Do you have anything else to add to Thriller? Just that it's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I actually, I, ha I had it in my jukebox. I, I always play it at Halloween. I, it's, it's, a, it's a great Halloween song, you know. So um, my, uh, my pick for my music person was Billy Idol. So because all his songs sound like they were, should be part of Halloween. Like Eyes Without a Face, yeah. Flesh of Fantasy, you know, Rebel Yell, you know. And he looked like something that was out of a horror movie. <laughs> so, and I was thinking about that because, like, I was thinking about who could I talk about, you know, for music? Because it's either and for Halloween, it's got to be either Billy Idol or Ozzy Osbourne, you know. So, and Billy Idol is still around. He's 64 years old, you know. And he's got two kids. And his, I know his one, his son's name is William. Willem Wolf Brode, because Billy Idol's real last name is Brode. That's who he's born. You know, he's, he's English. So, um, but, and he's still out there rocking, you know. So, I don't know if you're a fan. Or oh, not. I was a big fan of his. Billy Idol, yeah. And I'm thinking like, you know, him and like Cindy Lauper and uh, Boy George, those people, they look like they, they are wearing a Halloween costume. <laughs> On a regular day. Yeah, I had a, a friend in high school that would dress like him. Yeah, with the, the yeah. blonde hair, the punk hair. Yeah. He had the, yeah, the leather and the chain with, you know, the, the wallet. He had his, like, wallet with the chain on it. And yeah. He would kind of dress in the spiked hair and stuff. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked all of the music and everything, like you're talking about. He, he's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him. I, you know, he, um, his videos were really weird. I mean, they were bizarre, you know, like, right. face, you know, you just see his head, you know, it's like, but then, it, yeah, it, it had all, you know, girls, tons of girls and leather and stuff. Mm -hmm. and I spend so much time leaving all the lies, keep the dream alive. Now it makes me sad, it makes me mad at truth. on the S&M side, you know, and it's like, like everybody's leather and, and uh, wearing chains and stuff, you know, it just, um, yeah, it's like, I think he, he, he's the only one that pulled that off, you know. I like he had that, uh, kind of like Elvis, he had that curled lip when he would sing, mm. yeah, that Billy Idol, yeah, and he, he yeah. would always do his fist at the camera, you know. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, but yeah, I think like it's cool, yeah. I really like this stuff. Did yeah. you ever see, uh, or hear, he he did a cover of um, oh what's the song at the end of Breakfast Club? 
um, Don't You Forget About Me? Yes. Billy Idol did a cover of that. It's really good. I like it. Won't you come see about me? I'll be alone dancing and you know it, baby. Tell me your troubles and doubts. Giving me everything inside and out. He went into like the I think Rock the Cradle of Love. Do you remember that video? Yeah. And, and he sang Moni Moni. You know, he sang he's he did a lot of songs. White Wedding. White Wedding, yeah. Yeah. We played it at my wedding. <laughs> White Wedding and Moni Moni. Yeah, we did I remember dancing to it at my wedding. The Billy Idol version, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's just yeah. It's like um Moni Moni, wasn't that Tommy James and the Shandell Shondells? Yeah, originally it said like, yeah, that's the strange uh, uh, crossover to Billy Idol, you know. Yeah, the, uh, the wedding singer. Did you watch that Adam Sandler movie? Yeah, he had a cameo in it. Yeah, he's on the airplane. Yeah, well, yeah. he broke his leg or something back then too, and had a cane. And he wanted oh. to walk when I, I think he wrecked his motorcycle actually, hmm. and and he broke his leg, and he had his leg, and he had to get a pin in his leg and stuff, and he was out of commission for a while. Yeah. So, but he's still going and, and I was thinking about like how, like he could have been a Halloween costume too, you know? Yeah. I mean, some you had to dress up like Billy Idol, you know? I was thinking that about a lot of the music people of the eighties could have been Halloween costumes. Prince could have been a costume. Michael Jackson was a definitely a costume. You know what I mean? It's like Cindy Lauper, you know? Um, yeah, e even um, like yeah, and like that, just about anybody could have been been a costume back then. Everybody was like like totally outrageous, and their they had their their ha hair like Cindy Lauper. I mean, her hair was like red and yellow, and you know she wore these crazy clothes. Madonna, Madonna could have been a Halloween costume. She wore all the lace and the you know the crucifixes and. The I remember in high school, uh, people were dressing like Madonna. I don't know. You went to you know in punks the. Uh, did people dress up like that? Their normal wardrobe? Yeah, me. I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember at high school, girls I wearing did. stuff like Madonna. I did. We had this one guy, he would dress like uh, the guy from Flock of Seagulls. He had that haircut like that. Yeah, that could have been like leg warmers and stuff. And, and then yeah. my friend that dressed like Billy Idol. I mean, our, our school, we had a very small school. But yeah. uh, like, like our uh, graduating class was like 60 maybe. Yeah, people. So you know, it's a, a very small school, but uh, yeah. a lot of flavor, you know. Yeah, what's your? What I was going to talk about uh, garbage pail kids, the stickers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Talk did about you ever them. have those? Yeah, I, I did. I, I'll so tell I, you this. Uh, I was looking them up, and it said they came out in 1985, but I could have sworn I had them, like in 1980, like in junior high and stuff, but. Yeah. I must be thinking of some other stickers back then, but I could have swore they were Garbage Pail Kids because, you know, I don't remember in high school having a bunch of them, but I remember them. Yeah. Yeah. Because so like you're getting too old, like, to collect, like, stuff, like, mainly, like, when you're, like, 12, 13. I yeah. That'd be, you know, yeah. Well, I remember having some, and uh, I thought they were cool, the, the creepy names and stuff, you know, the, 
like like uh, Adam it had Adam Bomb. That was his name instead of okay. Adam. Bomb. You know, it was like stuff like that. But uh, they came out '85, and it was made by uh, the the people that made the baseball card and stuff, like uh, Tops is the name of it. Tops Trading Company. Trading yeah. Company. Well, uh, they got sued because they uh, it was basically a parody of the Cabbage Patch uh, Kids. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, the Cabbage Patch Kids, whoever manufactured that, they sued Tops. And uh, they won the suit, but they settled out of court with Tops. But I guess they Tops had to pay them, and then they could continue with it because they came out with some other uh, series of the cards. But then in the late 80s, they made a, a movie, which really sucked. <laughs> Did you ever see Oh, that? I remember that movie. Yeah. Yes. The next year after the movie, they made an animated uh, series, cartoon. Okay. But so yeah. it, it had a lot of life in it. And they're talking about rebooting it now, like a new new uh, series. Uh -huh. but, uh, but I thought the cards were fun, you know? Yeah, I yeah. collected them. Like there was tons of trading cards back then. I collected like the Grease trading cards. But yeah, um, yeah. and they had all had gum in them, right? Yeah. Stick, stick of gum in them. And, yeah. and these, the cards were all stickers. Like a lot of your card sets, you get a bunch of cards and then you get a oh, couple yeah, of stickers. One sticker. Yeah. yeah, but these were all on cards, but you could peel the stickers off the cards. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And I remember the the pictures were kind of gross. You know, they had like yeah. with their heads split open yeah. and worms crawling out. Or yeah, and you know yeah. they had like uh, like a slime on them and stuff. And I I remember like, do you remember that um, can of slime? Do you remember that as a toy? The green. Remember, yeah, the green stuff in a can. Yeah. The garbage can, like a yeah. garbage. Can. Yeah, I remember that. And then there was green slime, and then there was purple slime, and the purple slime had worms in it. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that? Because yeah. I dumped it on my head one time, and it got stuck in my hair. Oh wow! Yeah, it's not supposed to. It wasn't supposed to stick to stuff. You know, you just play. You put it. Put it in your hand, and you, and you let it. Oh, you let it run down through your fingers. You you, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's slime. It's it the coolest stuff. Then yeah, it gets dirt. It would get like dirt on it, and it have it get crud all stuck to it. Like you, whenever you rolled it around in, you know, like. And hair and stuff would get in it, you know, and then eventually it would dry out and stuff. But when you got like a fresh can of it, it was like, it was real, it was oozy and, and like, just like let it run through your fingers and uh, yeah, put it on the table, you know, it's like, and let it uh, like, like, like look like you spilled it, you know, it's like, yeah, that kind of reminds me of the garbage pail kids because yeah. it was in a, like a garbage can, you know, it came in a garbage can. And it was like ooze, you know, slime. Yeah. So yeah. I remember these, um, cool, cool, uh, these uh, cards were uh, they were banned in a lot of schools. They said it caused a lot of lot of trouble. Like the kids were so focused on those cards and showing, you know, like they had them on their notebooks and stickers and showing them to each other in class and stuff. And it just was a big distraction. Oh. A lot of schools they wouldn't let kids uh, have them. I wonder if people dressed up for them for Halloween, you know. Oh, you know no, no. I remember some of the pictures. Uh, there was one kid, I want to say he was drinking like out of a milk carton and he had all these holes in him and the milk yeah. was pouring out. Yeah, they were a lot yeah. like all like kind of gross looking uh, pictures. Yeah, they were, they were gross. Yeah. They were really gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, like I remember the Cabbage Patch Kid craze. Yeah, my mom had one of those. I remember my cousins bought them and you know they didn't pay the electric bill but they went and bought cabbage patch kids you know it's like you know and they never touched them they never took them out of the box never yeah. played with them. 
Well, my mom wanted one, and, and she took it out of the box and put it on our uh, the mantle mantle of our fireplace in the living room. Oh, yeah. I didn't like them. They think they were just as creepy. Yeah, she liked it. Oh, so I see. I didn't. I didn't know what the big deal was with them. You know, they they were weird looking. I mean, except that they were all supposedly uh, supposedly original. You know, like they were one of a kind. Right. You know, so the only one that kind that one whatever you got, you know, is like nobody else had it. So that's the. I guess that was the. Um, you know, the 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 thing that made them so popular. I guess you know, is that they were unique. But they were like fifty bucks a. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, like and people bootlegged them and 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 would buy them and then you know like scalp them you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean sell them like scalpers not scalp the cabbage patch kids but you know get it <laughs> yeah. so anyway uh yeah uh want to add any more to the garbage pail no. people garbage pail people okay um, well then, then my extra thing that we, I wanted to talk about was just the uh, costumes of the 70s and 80s. And, you know, I was thinking about, I was thinking about this the other night, how we, we always made our costumes, you know, me and my brother, like, you know, just get a sheet and make a ghost yeah. or just like, um, or like I would, I, I know, like I wore my mom's ballet outfit one time, you know, like when like she did tap dancing. And if you had a bandana, you could be a pirate, you could be a gypsy. You know, yeah. gypsies were, were really cool, like back in the 70s. You know, it's like you could put some hoop earrings on and a bandana on and like a, a like a, like a, a frilly skirt or so, or like a shawl, you know, and, and it's like, and, and go as a gypsy. You didn't really, you didn't have to go buy a costume, but the, those classic Ben Cooper costumes. I love you know? Ben Cooper stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's what this is. This is this, see this? Yeah, pretty cool. You know who that is? Billy Idol. That's not Billy Idol. <laughs> yeah, the Mighty Isis. Oh, Mighty yeah. Isis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I never, I, I bought this later in life. I was never, I was never Isis. Um, I guess I was. I was Isis for um, Halloween, um, but I, I didn't wear the mask. I, I, I made a um, amulet and I had an Isis T-shirt on, and I, and I put white. I had white jeans on. And uh, and then yeah, and I did, and then I did my hair like her. I was ISIS one year for Halloween, but I was a grown up, so it wasn't as a kid. But um, yeah, oh, just about every single show on TV you could have found a Ben Cooper um, like classic, uh, like the, the Halloween costume, like from like Land of the Lost. Oh right, right. they made the three stack, yeah. Yeah, uh, they made they everything. They were cheap too. Yeah, like two ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> dollar 57 or something like right. that yeah yeah and it's like yeah and then the the the, the uh the, these plastic you know um eyeballs like cut into your skin <laughs> you know <laughs> made marks in your face yeah and that, that elastic band that would always break that string elastic yeah. string yes it did break um it broke, yeah i always it, have to tie it in knots to keep it on it, you know? it broke when i was, <laughs> was <laughs> doing something with it earlier yeah, yeah. so um yeah, and 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 then yeah, the plastic, uh, the plastic uh, uh, bodysuit. You had right. to wear clothes. you had to wear like long underwear or something underneath it because yeah. the rest well, down here it was cold. It was vinyl. Yeah, so you had to put a sweatsuit or something on underneath it. Yeah, and then put that on because you just you couldn't just wear the costume with nothing on underneath it. So you know, somebody you always had like a sweatshirt or something on, and then um and then you got 
really hot. Like it's because Halloween like can go either way. It could be really warm or it could be cold. Like, I, we've had snow at Halloween here. So, um, but uh, yeah, sometimes it's really warm, you know, like for Halloween. And I just remember um, like my mom's friends came over one time to our house and they were dressed like Fonzie and uh, Pinky Pescadero. Thank you. you know? yeah. yeah. And uh, like, I mean, if you think back of like all the different shows that were on, all the um, 70s and 80s stuff, every single show, you, even like Grizzly Adams, you could have been a, you could have been a Grizzly Adams, you know? You, you know, and then a Deuce to Hazard, just like wear a plain shirt, <laughs> you know, it's like in a, yeah. you know, I mean, you, you know, you did, you could have been, you know, been any of those things, you know, it's like, um, I was trying to think, I know my, I, I know I dressed up as a devil one year and I was in a, I had a pair of red long underwear and my um, dad made me a pitchfork and made it out of an old broom and like took the, um, took, took a, I think a piece of cardboard and covered it with uh, like Reynolds wrap you know, to make like the, the pitchfork, you know, part. And then I had a, a devil mask. And then I remember my brother and my cousin, be, they were clowns that year. And it's like, and I remember being a scarecrow one year because that was easy. Just like put shoe polish on your face and made patches on your face and put a hat on, put straw sticking out, put a flare on. That was easy, you know. What, do you remember what any of your costumes were? I had a lot of those uh, Ben Cooper. I had Evil Knievel, Darth Vader. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man, Superman, all those. Uh, yeah. Like the homemade ones. I mean, Indiana Jones in the 80s, you know, when that came out. Did you go um, trick-or-treating in the 80s? Yeah. How old were you when you stopped trick-or-treating? I ain't gonna say. <laughs> I was 16. I'm not gonna say. No. I was 16. I remember yeah. I had broken my knee. I was in I junior high, probably the last time I went. Uh, I was, I'll tell you, was, you know, when my daughter was little, I would take her and I would dress up too. Yeah, we did it with always my Indiana Jones, yeah. One, one year I dressed up as a slea stack. Did you? Yeah. See, I, I, um, I, I made Jordan, uh, I made him go till he was 14. And I remember the last year that he went, I had to practically drag him out the door. And I was like, if you don't go, you know, then I can't go. And it's like, and then how, you know, what am I going to do? You know, it's like, I'm like, you're my only kid, you know, it's like, so, um, you know, and he's like, come on, I'm like 14. And I'm like, and I, and I see like people today that, um, that they get mad when they see older kids, but I think it's great. Like, if, I think if adults wanted to go trick or treat them, let them, you know, if I had anybody come to my house, I'd be happy, you know, like when I was a kid, we used to get hundreds of people at our house for, for Halloween. And I remember like we'd run out of candy and my mom would like run to the neighbor's house and see if they had any like leftover candy, you know, cause like, or she would start rooting through my, me and my brother's candy. If we got home before the kids had like stopped coming, she'd be like, I need candy, you know, give me some of your candy. We're like, heck no, man. We, we just went out like for three hours, like trying to get all this candy and you're not touching my candy, yeah. you know? So, but I just remember I loved Halloween. I loved trick-or-treating, you know? And it's just, it's, and I remember even going by myself. Like sometimes I could, uh, like, um, like my brother would go off, find a friend or something. Like we would start out together, you know, and then it's like, and then he would take off and, you know, and I don't know if you, re you remember like the neighborhood you, you trick-or-treated in and like who gave out the, the coolest, um, you know, stuff, you know, like mm -hmm. I remember a guy that would give out like silver dollars, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, and the people that gave out the big Hershey bars and the right. big candy the, the, the big size not the mini ones you know and then and then people used to bake stuff and you know um 
you know, and then you got then you got all the weirdos, you know, doing the the the, uh, the putting the stuff in the apples and having yeah. to take your and it, and it got to be like, oh, you have to take your candy to the uh, hospital to have it X-rayed before you can eat it. So it's like, uh, you know, everybody ruins Halloween, you know. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I loved it. It was like my favorite holiday. It still is, you know. So. Um, yeah, I'm having a Halloween party, you know, for my girls, you know, so just my girl, my ghoul friends, you know, we're going to have a dinner, you know, so um, I don't know, you, you have to tell people what our prize is for um, this. Okay, I'll, I'll show them. Oh, show them, okay. I want to see. <laughs> okay, our, our prize this week, it's a, a limited edition print. There's only 2,000 of them made, and it's a Ghostbusters. And you can only get this through the company called Eagle Moss. And uh, this one's, uh, it's by artist Brian Williamson. It's got like a little certificate in here with it. Brian Williamson. And the name of the print is Here to Save the World. But it, it shows all the Ghostbusters. And uh, awesome. I left the plastic on it so it wouldn't get messed up. Yeah. Well, what's this code word? I, how about Ghostbusters? Is that good? I think Good code word. Yeah. So so send us a private message on Facebook on our Facebook page saying Ghostbusters and you'll be entered in the drawing to win this print. I don't know what size. What is this like an 11 by 14, maybe? The whole um, the border and everything. Yeah. Probably well, 11 by 14, can, 11 by 17, something like that. Yeah, they can even trim that border down to whatever. Yeah, you can trim it down. Uh yeah. but anyway, it, I think it's really cool looking. Um cool. and Eagle Mall sells a lot of collectibles. Uh, they're like a big company. I was watching Ghostbusters this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween. Spiderella. Yeah. Spiderella. I goofed it in the beginning, but that's me. <laughs> well, I want to thank all the listeners for uh, tuning in. And, I mean, this is a special. We try with the video just for Halloween. But uh, we won't be doing it all the time. But we just want to see how it goes. But I think yeah. I liked it. It's fun. Yeah, it was fun. I had, yeah. I had a blast. Yeah. So, okay. anyway, so, I want to thank everybody for listening in. Uh, make sure you go to our Facebook page. Uh, share stuff with us. Like, when we, we put up a picture and ask a question. We'd like to see uh, your comments, your uh, pictures, videos, whatever you want to share. Also, yeah. uh, our website, popninja.net. There's other stuff on there. Um, just let us know what you think about the, uh, the show so far. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. That's right. So. Cool. Go Pop Ninja. All right. And Lisa, you got a final thought to leave everybody with? Uh, not really. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon. And remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it. And don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy, happy Halloween, 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 happy, happy Halloween.